Hey everybody and welcome to Geek Freaks. Today we are going over our day three of E3 coverage. I am Frank and I'm with Squeaks. Squeaks. And uh, again, we're talking to E3. So today we're going to be talking about Nintendo. They really stole the day with their stuff. Uh, we had some small companies come out with some little things. Konami had like a little announcement. It's really not that big of a deal. Uh, we're going to finish things up by talking with, about Stadia's uh, press conference they had back on the 6th. Uh, we didn't really find a good spot to shove that, so we're shoving it in the last day today. Um, okay, so let's go to Nintendo. I'm super stoked for Nintendo. Overall, no spoilers. What would you think of the Nintendo presentation? So going back to what you said, they stole, uh, stole the day. No, I think they stole the whole E3 conference. Because yeah, uh, yeah. if I'm I'm only talking about a few things from all week, but guarantee you for press conference wise, I'm talking all about Nintendo. Yeah, I, I think they really they they won it honestly. Oh my gosh, yes. And it's not like I'm I'm a huge Nintendo fan. It I mean you it, I think you own a Nintendo with whatever your main system is. True. But damn, I'm like I I've got to play Final Fantasy on this thing. I've got to do I got so much stuff. So mm-hmm. oh, it was so good. All right, we're not going to go in any particular order. We'll probably go from like hottest to coldest, in my opinion. Uh, let's start off with what we have the least amount of information and yet blew up Twitter and the rest of the internet. Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel. Squeaks, have you finished Breath of the Wild 1? I am on Ganon right now, and I'm having a hard time finishing because I do not care for the game. <laughs> oh, you don't care for the game at all? Oh, oh I think I remember I, you saying I that. I could go into detail of how I think it's really overrated. Do I think it's a wonderful game? Hell yes. Hell yeah, hands down, it's a great game. It's too right, much to yeah. me. It's too much of a grind. It's too much of like, oh, I gotta pick up the sword, I gotta pick up the shield, and they break on me. Let me fucking fight you with a stick, okay? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just g- yeah. give me a master sword and the shield, and let me build like a tree from it. But other than that, the gr- the game is amazing. I just hope yeah. they kind of don't make it feel so much of a grind just to find a weapon, and that's my thing. But other yeah, than that, I- I'll be buying it for sure. I'm like halfway through it, and then what happened to me is I was playing it, and then I ended up like I was like getting that Skyrim itch that yeah. everybody gets a couple of years, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I picked up Skyrim for the Switch as well, and then that locked me in. So I was like, okay, I kind of got, kind of like you know, I fell apart on Breath of the Wild, but watching mm-hmm. this, seeing this coverage, I will be picking, I will be finishing it up. Yeah, uh, it's like amazing. Everybody talks about how amazing it is. I agree, so. and every time I pick it up, I'm stuck on it for a, a solid week. That's all I want to do, um, and I'm literally on Ganon. All I have to do is fight this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I got. I want to find my master sword first, and then yeah. I hear the DLCs are pretty good too. Are you gonna try out the DLCs at some point? Oh uh, no! If I'm struggling just to beat the regular game, I'm not doing the DLC. <laughs> what if I tell you one of the DLCs gives you a motorcycle? Mm, I have seen that bike. Yeah, and I don't have one in real life, so possibly yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Motorcycle through all of Hyrule. All right, next up, this was like actually the biggest news for me because we had been kind of like. Seen a little bit of leaks, some uh, theories on it. Banjo and Kazooie are coming to Smash Brothers. Ah, I'm so excited about this. Are you pumped for this or what? I am. Um, anything that can pull more uh, characters from all different types of worlds of the Nintendo or whatever, I, I'm down for it. I think it's awesome. Um, I know in some of that trailer that we got a glimpse of like uh, the stages. It looked yes, like, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Did you see yeah. the cave with the girl? With that, like, oh, the I didn't notice one. I didn't notice the cave. No, oh a lot my of gosh, Donkey Kong it, stuff. It looked like it was the cave uh, from the original game, and I wish I could think about it. But I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I remember that right now. You have to look, look back at it. You mm. can tell that's got to be part of the stage. Yeah. 
that that whole trailer was done very well. Oh. At first, I thought we were gonna get a new Donkey Kong game, which I was like, "Cool, that's great." A Donkey Kong always good, but then it just like ramped up, and then <laughs> the duck hunt fake you out. With, yeah, <laughs> the, I, I wish I was in the room when that first happened. Like, oh, I guess it's the it's the connect, but um, it would have been great to see that. Just like, <laughs> you know, the, oh man, it's freaking duck hunt, and then yeah. boom, here comes Banjo and Kazooie. I thought the trailer uh, was uh, cute and wonderful, like. Yeah, this is perfect. Got me excited. I'm excited for it. Oh, now, yeah. to me, the, the, what's really cool is this is our first. Uh, it's owned by Rare, right? Banjo and yes. is owned by Rare, but Rare is now owned by Xbox, by oh. Microsoft. So oh. this is our first Microsoft property within Smash Brothers. Oh, I didn't think about that because Microsoft and yeah. Nintendo has have a might have a semi deal going on, right? They do. They have a, they have a partnership or a friendship, anyways, to kind of work together, and uh, that's why we're getting Cuphead on Switch and stuff. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, yeah. This is something that's happened in the past. So Banjo and Kazooie, they were in Diddy Kong Racing, and mm. they wanted to bring Diddy Kong Racing on the DS. And it really got if they put it on the Switch, then you guys wouldn't hear from me because we'd be smashing that. But um, yeah, when they wanted to put it on the DS, they had to get permission from Microsoft. And Microsoft's like, "Look, you can. We'll give you the permission because it's a rare game. We'll give you permission, but you have to take Banjo Kazooie out. We're saving them." And then I think Conquer's Bad Hair Day that character had to be taken off too mm. so um so yeah the game got released so there was there's been this like kind of friendship for a while now uh especially when it comes to banjo kazooie and rare this could be an avenue to a whole bunch of new characters conquer's bad hair day conquer could be in this game what else what other rare or microsoft properties would you want to see in smash brothers dang well we already see bayonetta because that's platinum mm-hmm. or rare rise wonder if we see that perfect dart is that is that what it's called right uh, I don't remember her name, but yeah, she's from Perfect. Yeah, Dark. I don't remember her name, but the, yeah, the short redhead chick, she'd be cool on Smash Brothers. Yeah. I could go for her. She'd yeah. be like a Samus type bayonetta feel yeah. to it. Um, That'd be cool. But yeah, I don't know. Ooh, wonder. Oh my gosh, let me. There's, there's only one big name. I wait for you to say it. Are you thinking of Sea of Thieves? No, but I wasn't. No. But I oh am now. Bring in some pirates. <laughs> oh my god, dude! The oh the specials write themselves, where you have like a ship come through, or like cannon fire and stuff. Like, oh man, that's so perfect, dude! Great idea. Yeah. That and they actually look like the right art style. Personally, myself, I'm thinking if you're talking Xbox, you're talking Master Chief. And oh, I would like yeah. to see okay. Master Chief running around. Okay, okay. Well, I know, but yeah, I'm kind of opening it up. So, like, if you were to have Master Chief out there, and I would like the idea of, uh, you know, Solid Snake or whatever name you guys want to pick for this week, him versus Master Chief. Like, oh, man, that is a fight for the ages right there. Yeah, that so, would, this, if we could, like, go hardcore Xbox, it'd be pretty awesome to see some of those characters on a Nintendo. That is insane. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. It's super yeah. cool. So, uh, we also had uh, some Dragon Quest in this Smash Brothers 2. Yeah. We are obviously way less hyped. Real quick on that one. Yeah, we have a couple characters on that next. <laughs> yeah. Next up is Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, my gosh, I, yes. I've lightly touched Luigi's Mansion. Now, you are a hardcore fan. Let us know what you think of this game. What I like the most of this trailer for Luigi's Mansion 3 is that it was a little tutorial on hey welcome to luigi's mansion and this is how you get started so i like yeah. how the narrator was kind of directing us to that i did like the 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 weapons and how you use them um i thought that was kind of i don't know kind of a little clever on some of them that that sticky gun that you're able to like throw the thing yeah, behind you yeah. is that new i never seen it before unless if okay if it if i never maybe i don't recall i don't want to say like no way because these games are old so you have to go way back to try to remember that animation uh, was pretty awesome. 
Oh man, cool. I just love the artwork on Luigi's Mansion, the dark tones and the colorful ghosts. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I now okay, now for those of you guys who don't understand or don't know, Squeaks is a huge haunted mansion at Disneyland fan. Are these yes. two related to you at all? Is there a certain like thing that you like from both of them? Oh, like dang. you just like I was just wondering because it's kind of funny that that's your favorite ride, and then you're saying like you like these dark tones. I wonder if you're playing Luigi's Mansion, kind of thinking of the ride, or vice versa. Um, you know, I never really thought about that actually before. Huh? huh. I but something there. that could segue to playing video games in a haunted house. Right? Like the trailer in the Nintendo for the Resident Evil? <laughs> Did you see okay. that trailer where the two people were playing in the haunted house? <laughs> Dude, yeah, that was... Okay, I, I was like, where is he going with this? I don't remember haunted house this game. Yeah. But yes, you're right. Resident <laughs> Evil 5, Resident Evil 6 are coming to the Switch. Yeah. Uh, they're getting ported over. Did you play either of those? I know I have the collector's edition for, I think, 5, but I still haven't played it, but I wanted the snow globe, so I got that. <laughs> oh my god, I got two snow globes back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> sand globes <laughs> yeah so um, i haven't played the game but i got the globe yeah i um i played resident evil 5 um multiple times i words for memory wise i played it with joe which is you know, obviously he's on the podcast here and there right right right. yeah i played with someone else so i ran through that game multiple times uh six is cool do i plan on rebuying them for the switch no because i played them just so many times before um and the the normal resident evil i know it's going to be on there too with chris and jill so I, I've beaten all those before. Um, if if Zero, Resident Evil Zero comes out for it, possibly, because I think I've only played through that once. But other than that, I don't, I don't plan on buying any Resident Evils for the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'll give them a shot. You know, like a lot of times Nintendo has great sales. Right now, they actually, guys, there's a huge sale going on for Nintendo. A lot of the like Hollow Knight's like six bucks or some crazy number. Um, oh. Check that out. So that's, that's pretty good sales. Yeah, it's one of those things where when I see it on sale, I might pick it up. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll see how this. Uh, next game that I'm actually very excited for because I'm a fan of the old movie and Netflix has gotten the property, so they're making some stuff for it now. Is the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics? This looks like it's going to be set in the prequels because so okay, this is a one shot movie that came out like mid '80s. It was a huge failure, but now is a cult classic because it's super creepy, and uh, it kind of reminds me of um, like Labyrinth, that kind of level of weirdness, and the story kind of started in the middle of nowhere and then ended really weird. Like, wait, what happened? There is a series of books and comic books that are all prequels to this delves into the world. Really a lot of world building. That's crazy. Uh, all about like aliens and tree people and stuff like that. You guys got to check out those at some point. This looks like it's going to take place in those prequels. So I'm pretty excited about that. More dark crystal stuff. You, do you remember dark crystal at all from back in the day? No, not too much, but you have me, you're going to have to explain more about this, but you have me, you be the main one. You have me interested <laughs> though. So they have books, uh, about the show or this movie? So, okay, you have seen Labyrinth, though, right? Uh, uh, a little David bit. David Bowie? Uh, so, it's it's a one... So, basically, this was a one-time movie. It had a lot of puppet action in it. It was, like, some of the best puppet action up to that date. And um, it was really weird. It was really crazy. And it was funny because it started off with, like, this conflict and, like, these two beings... Or one being was taking over, the other one was dying. And then at the end, spoiler alert, guys, we find out they're both part of one being of these, like, tree aliens. And this whole time you're playing this elf, like, the last of his people. uh, And then you end up fighting another elf that... They're not really elves. It's really, 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 really weird. But the movie, like... Yeah, it started out of nowhere and ended, like, really weird. And they're like, okay, look, guys... Here is, I want to say it's something like seven prequel comics. Like, it's not a lot of them. And like two books. 
that delve into this insane world that's like huge. And so it's this thing needs to be on screen. And I, I think that's what they're they're gonna be pulling from because in this game we see a lot of I can't remember the names, and I'm sorry, but they're like basically I'm gonna just call them elves. We see a lot of the elf soldiers, and they shouldn't exist in the future. They should only be from the past. Mm. So I'm hoping we get the comic books <laughs> on the screen. Yeah. yeah. It, it's worth a watch. It's really, really weird. I'm trying to remember. I think it's Abner is the main. He's like one of the bad guys. They're like these big hawk-looking creatures. Uh, one of them ends up like turning on his own people because they're not helping him or like they're not letting him become the leader or some shit like that. And so he turns on him and helps out the elf. And then the whole time he like always like, and then he like does something creepy he always does that sound so it's like famous now all right off of the obscure 18 uh, 1980s movie <laughs> to legend of zelda Link's awakening this thing looked so much fun it's like an old school zelda game where you're looking to top down but they really really clean up the graphics it's just looks outstanding now what'd you think of this it does uh so i didn't uh play too much of the old I started in Zelda later on, um, yeah. but man, the it's freaking gorgeous looking. I love what it they does. did with the, what it's like, okay, it's 2D, but it's popped out 3D. It it looks awesome. Yeah. It's coming out September 20th. You uh, know, it's coming up. I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. So with these Zeldas, if you notice, all the art is, whoever's doing the art on these Zelda games is amazing because if you look at Wind Waker or Wind Walker or Wind Waker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that cartoony look. And then you got the Breath of the Wild. It's like, whoever's doing this is very creative when it comes to the art style in these games. One thing I really love about the art style, too, is it's unique oftentimes. Like, it's uh -huh. not the same every time, unless you're talking like Breath of the Wild 2. Um, but they're always beautiful. Like, yeah. it doesn't, they could be different, but always beautiful. They don't always, you don't ever really see them take like this really hard line, try to go realistic look. And I thought they were going to go with that when I first heard about the launching of Breath of the Wild. But no, they 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 can stay cartoony and still be beautiful when you're in those worlds. Yeah. So that's what's really cool. One thing on the side too, this is coming out September 20th. I gotta give Nintendo props. I shouted this out on Twitter. All of the game announcements except for Breath of the Wild 2 were all with an eye shot. Like oh my they're gosh. all like this year. Yes. I, I, I mentioned that to uh, other people I was talking to. They're all really close dates. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a kind. Of, it's just. It's a sigh of relief because so many of these games are seeing Cyberpunk. Like, oh yeah, no freaking sight. Like, yeah. well now it's getting closer. We actually have a date, but there are so many things that are like, yeah, that's coming twenty twenty. Some things are even looking like twenty twenty one. Yeah. Or you know they're gonna get pushed back. Nintendo's like, look guys, boom, boom, boom. And then there had there was one game. I don't remember which one it was. They're saying they're still working on it, but they had to push it back. Do you remember which mm. one I'm talking about? I knew Zelda: The Breath of the Wild didn't have a date. I knew Travis was twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't recall the one that you're talking about then. Yeah, so but but that's when they really like about Nintendo, the company. They're really cool with their customers. They they know that we're fans of theirs and they're fans of us. And so they're straight up with the information. Like, look, guys, we just had to push it back. We want to make sure this is 100 yeah. percent right. Things like that. So they're just maybe it was Animal Crossing, but yeah, they're they're just really upfront with everything. And so that's pretty cool. I just like that. It was, it was really a good connect. It wasn't even like a full conference like like Xbox does. It was a connect, and you know, even that alone, they've been really doing good with those throughout the year. All right, next up, God, I'm so excited for this. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is coming to the Switch. Yes, yes, yes. This is going to be great. Have you played Witcher 3 at all? Yes, I have, but I'm a little confused. And please explain why you're so excited. Because I didn't play it. I own okay. it on the PC, <laughs> and I was always like, man, I want to play this, but I don't really... It just 
you know, it's one of those things where I like, I don't want to get too invested on a PC game when I've already got a lot of other PC games I play. And then I was like, okay, if you know me, you know that I always like when I rebinge a show, I always watch from season one over again. Or when I'm going to play a brand new franchise, like I can't get into like Batman Arkham Origins. I got to play back about Arkham Asylum first kind of thing like that. So I went to go play Witcher 1 and Witcher 1's god awful. It's a terrible game. I can't stand playing it. So with this thing coming to the Switch, I think I'm just going to like jump into it as it is. And then with uh, Geralt's coming to like Witcher's coming to uh, Netflix, it's kind of a good time just to like start fresh with this on number three. So I think I'm going to make this like my entrance into the Witcher universe. And everybody's so excited for it. It got me excited for it. You know, that's yeah. why I'm really pumped. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. The only reason why I was a little like eh about it is because with it, how nice it looks or how gorgeous it looks on a, with the graphics it is, you're going to play it now on a switch where it's dumbed down graphics. But I, I correct myself sometimes with that because I would love to, I, I haven't bought it yet, but I probably will buy doom again on the switch because that's a, just a pick yeah. up and go and shoot him up game. So I could, I don't mind the graphics being dumbed down a little bit because I have so much fun with yeah. it. You I've, okay I've, with with that? The graphics are not so bad. Like I, I'm actually looking at an image right now. They're really mm -hmm. not that bad. Yeah. And the the mo the portability of this thing is unreal. So like say I'm in class or something like that, or like in between classes or whatever, I can get a, qu a couple like I can get a clear out of cave real quick in Skyrim kind of thing. Yeah. And I like that where it's something that I can just get back in, get a little bit farther, and then put it away. And yeah, when I'm at the house, maybe I'm not playing it full time. I will play it here and there, but it's four on the road or it's four when I'm just like. Oh, I got. I'm gonna be watching the next Black Mirror, so I kick up my feet and I'm playing, you know, Skyrim on a Benali, Witcher Three, or it should be Breath of the Wild actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. While I'm watching Black Mirror, so it's kind of like my multitasking game, and uh, I'm excited for that. Dude, I'm just excited for because I haven't tried Witcher Three. I, I have it on the PC because it's part of that Steam sale, which is coming up, guys. We'll do a whole episode about Steam sale coming up, and uh, yeah, I'm just pumped for it myself. Yeah, that's cool. All right, next up we have No More Heroes Three. Are you familiar with that franchise at all? No, I never got into it. No, I don't see myself really getting into it. So, I mean, it's got to be good if there's three of them. So, yeah, <laughs> that's all I, I got. <laughs> people seem to be pretty hype, hype about it. Uh, I know I rolled my eyes pretty hard when I heard his name was Travis Touchdown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we can expect it 2020. I haven't tried it out before, but it's one of those that, you know, I, I trust Nintendo and it's probably going to be a really good <laughs> game. You know, uh, Damon X Machina is coming out. Uh, that's. That looks like it's going to be just awesome robot fights. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, yep. And then we have another another game coming out, Dancer of Dragons. This looks like a pretty low. It's it's from from Sega Saturn, and so they're you know they're remastering it, remaking it, putting it out on on Switch. But it doesn't seem like it's a very full game. So I want this to be like a twenty dollar game. Did you see the trailer for this thing? Yeah, it's that you're a dragon flying around like shooting some stuff, right? Yeah, like Dragon yeah. Star Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. For game, I'm not spending sixty bucks on just flying around shooting some stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Cadence of uh, Cadence of Hyrule, and it's the Crypt of the Necro Dancer uh, with the Legend of Zelda. Uh, I I like the idea of hybrid uh, making hybrids of like the of stuff like this. So I'm pretty cool with that. Um, I haven't tried it out before, but I mean June thirteenth. You're able to you're able to get that right away. So why not give it a shot? Yeah. All right. Next up, this is one of the most anticipated games this for uh, Nintendo, and it's Animal Crossing. It this is the one that was delayed. Yeah, they have. I see it in my notes here. It was delayed, coming out March twentieth, twenty twenty. Have you played Animal Crossing before? Are you excited about this one? 
I played um, I played one of them. I think it was on the 3DS, and I played the app that they have on the iOS right now in the Google Store, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're entertaining. I mean, it keeps you busy with trying to create your own like uh, town or whatever you're trying to do, campsite. Yeah. But, uh, I know some people are diehard on these Animal Crossings, but I'm just not that person. Yeah, there's there's a cult following to Animal Heck Crossing. Yeah, there is. And I think I played... I want to say it was on Game Boy Advance. I got deep in that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, it feels like it's a mobile game. And so this might be like our Pokemon. So it's a mobile game that that we're seeing like a more high def, big, big version of, it, you know what I'm saying? I, I think, yeah. it, but it was out on the main consoles. I don't know. I'm not overly excited about it, but I, you know, I'll give it a shot. It's, you know, video game royalty at this point. Everybody's yeah, big on Animal sure. Crossing. A couple ports that are important. Uh, Dauntless is coming over to the Switch and Alien Isolation. Now you're an Alien oh Isolation gosh. man, aren't you? Okay. Yeah. So with Alien Isolation, I want to make another point that the amount of third party we're getting back with Nintendo, and and then the scale of what we're getting them on, we're getting Alien Isolation. I I, I enjoy the game. I'll have to play it through again. I, I would. Yeah. Um, Too- too scary for me. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alien Isolation. With that, though, I'm going to jump a little bit ahead with we're also getting Wolfenstein and we're also getting Doom. Yep. So it's like the scale of the third party games that we're going to finally get back on Nintendo. We're not going to think of Wii U uh, yep. is awesome that they just can make a console where everything is easily built for it. Now, you're currently playing Doom 1, correct? I am. Actually, I had to pick it up after the E3. I had to play it again. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and, and and now we've made this pact. I'm going to play the new Doom Eternal when that comes out. So are yeah. you, so we're going to do this review on it. So I'm yes. thinking I might have to pick up Doom 1 as well. What are you playing it through? Are you playing it off Steam or what? I'm playing it off Steam right now because it's on sale for $14.99. I have a bunch of credit on Steam because I turn I return games real fast. So I'll have to check it out. <laughs> I'm one of those like, okay, I'm at an hour and 58 minutes. Return it because <laughs> in two hours you can return it. <laughs> I just want to try games out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, last up, we're going to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield. There was actually a little bit of a Pokemon Connect that was last week, but we want to make sure to go ahead and throw it on to this thing. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, we, we got to see the two legendary Pokemons. They look amazing. We got to see the, these new big stadiums that you're going to be battling in. Uh, there's like, oh, I can't think, I can't remember the name, but there's like now Godzilla version of pokemon like uh mm-hmm. you know back and forth so you had mega evolutions now you have godzilla yeah. mode and i know people are like no it's called something with the d yeah it's like <laughs> dude, dude, yeah basically it's like you get to power up your pokemon for three moves yeah, exactly so that, three moves a day yeah yeah and it's like you get to make sure you use it in a strategy kind of way whatnot All right yeah uh okay and then we also hear uh, this is from e3 is your pokeball that you may have from pokemon go can be used limitedly as a like a controller within the game, so that's kind of cool for people who've already bought in the yeah. Pokemon Go Plus. But there is this like Pokemon Go Plus Plus coming out that you put in your bed with you, and it helps you with your Pokemon Go while you sleep. That's oh so dumb. my gosh! <laughs> Did you hear about that? Oh, you haven't no, heard about I that? No, I haven't heard about that. No. Oh, this this new thing where it's like you know how it's like healthy walking now it's healthy sleeping, and yeah. the better you sleep, the more you'll help your Pokemon out. And this thing you put in the mattress with you that measures how well you sleep. Is it, it only for there. Pokemon Go or is it for the new Pokemon? I want to say it's a new one. I think it's Pokemon Sleep is what it's actually called. Oh, man. I remember it's seeing... For the new Pokemon, I might have to get it. <laughs> no, it's not for the game. It'll be for a mobile thing. It's an oh, app. I don't care then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's what I mean, it's kind of like, I don't understand why you would do this, but you, you guys just keep making money and you haven't really done me wrong yet. So yeah. 
I mean, Pokemon Go, we all went so freaking nuts on that. And I still have friends that play it like crazy. So, you yeah. know, props to them. All right. So, uh, Sword and Shield, looking at those Pokemon that are coming out, the two legendaries, which one are you rolling with? All right. So, I think Shield looks way better than Sword. Mm-hmm. Care for the fact that the Pokemon with the sword it basically just carries it in his mouth the whole time. Like, does he ever let go of it? It's kind of lame. <laughs> well, Cubone always has his mom's hel- his skull yeah. on. So it's like, do you ever outgrow that? I mean, <laughs> But I am going to buy Sword for the reason that I've been buying Blue for the past couple of years. It's just a thing. So I'm just yeah. going to keep continuing the trend. I'm going Shield myself. I always okay. try to get the one that I think is going to be less popular because then you have more trading partners. Yeah. And I have a feeling Sword looks cooler to most people. But I'm, I've been hearing a lot of Shield. Yeah. And, I, uh, I, I like Shield better, but I'm just sticking with the trend of buying Blue. When I saw that shield, we are all on a big World of Warcraft kick right now. So, I mean, of course, I'm going to be talking about World of Warcraft every episode. He looked like a mount, like the yeah. the shield version, like a good sized paladin mount. I wanted that thing so bad. So I'm, I'm totally rolling shield. Uh, I'm excited for this game. Man, it's it has to be actually, I know I put it at the end, but it has to be actually what I'm really most hyped for for Nintendo Switch. That's a day one purchase for me. Uh, of oh, yeah. all the announcements, hey, I think I know which one. Actually, I just scrolled past it. Uh, what are you most excited for? getting this out of Nintendo Switch? Um, well, there's a couple more that I want to talk about, too, so I don't know when, oh, yeah, yeah. when you're done. Go for it. Uh, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. But out of like all of E3, what I'm excited about, the things that we talked about right now, I think, um, I think I'm going to look at it in a standpoint of how well the Nintendo is doing. Uh, mm-hmm. One, I'm excited for Luigi's Mansion 3. I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah. what, I'm ex- um, what I think is great is the third-party content that we're getting. Um, we're getting a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's going to help out a lot with uh, Nintendo to show that, hey, they're a real console too. Not just, it doesn't have to be a family one. Right. So. And, yeah, we actually didn't hear about the two upgraded, or the two alternative versions of the console that kept being rumored out. So maybe those yeah. come later on this year. Yeah, I'm, I was actually curious about that too. So I, those are all from my notes. You had more more games that I didn't catch. Uh, yeah, Fire Emblem. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually excited for this. I usually play all the Fire Emblems. Uh, whether they're typical strategy or whether they're like the um, Dynasty Warriors. So that's cool yeah. that we're seeing one of those. Um, collection of Mana actually looked really good. I thought, what I is like that, that about? I haven't seen that. So. Um, there's there's old ones that I think that they came out a long time ago back in the PS1 days or PS2 days. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like that anime style fighting monsters and whatnot. But just the art style in this new one looks really good. Okay. Um, Let's check it out. Uh. Contra, do you remember that one where it was like the panda oh, fighting yeah. the guns? No, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, at first I was like, I was like "What the looks... hell, Contra?" Yeah. <laughs> at first I was like, "This looks dumb." I watched the trailer yeah. again. And I was like, um, "This actually might be kind of fun." Yeah, um, just the angles and how it looks like it changes angles depending on where you're at, and then you just keep shooting everything. Uh, Dude, it, it blew me away. I was like, I haven't seen. I mean, who's heard of Contra in so long? Like that's yeah. such a classic. Yeah. Um. Astral Chain. I don't know if you remember that one, but it was like where it almost looked like a cyberpunk role, but it was like a female with like a, she had like a chain for a weapon and she was fighting these like big characters. And Um, she could, she could like enslave different characters. Yeah. 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 The world looked cool. The monsters looked cool. The fighting looks cool. So I was like, you know what? I think I might check that out right away. And I like the idea of the, the companion you pick up has different abilities that help you in different ways throughout the game. That's cool. Um, I did want to bring up, because we haven't really seen a mob game in a while, but the Empire of Sin. Did you see that trailer? I did. I didn't like the the camera angle on it, but I'm hoping yeah. it'll be still good. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in it because I don't know, I enjoy mob games, so to like 
see me we might get one okay yeah that might be kind of neat um you forgot olymp uh the olympic uh mario games no i didn't forget it i wanted to ignore it (laughs) (laughs) nobody's excited for that game i don't but it's got to be something's going on because they keep making them i'm like i don't who's buying this no i know why they're making it it's because the next olympics are going to be in tokyo so they're uh, like, that's true. That's true. This, this is we got home field advantage. Let's make sure we celebrate it with a video game of Sega and Nintendo. I mean, it's really kind of like I don't think they even if they were losing money on this, it's just a celebration of the of Tokyo's to- Olympics. I love the Olympics when they it's on. That's all I watch. Uh, yeah, for sure. But I just don't see this as like really that big of a deal. <laughs> it has to be. I don't know. I guess the type of events on it. I saw there was some like uh, karate. I saw there was some swimming. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. And just anyway. to me, it's like, why are you going to have a game like that where where blank, blank, meter, dash exists and Sonic's in it? Like, <laughs> there's only one winner then. <laughs> you can't, you know. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> how does Eggman beat Sonic in a race? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little fat dude with the wonky legs yeah. running around. Not going to happen. <laughs> um, did you see the trailer for Sinking City? I didn't. I did not see that. Okay, so basically it looks like a Cthulhu. Um, this guy's on a boat and he sees this giant octopus head uh, swimming around above him. Oh, wow. It looks pretty interesting. Um, I saw that it was uh, advertised for on the Epic Game Store and stuff already, but I think for pre-sale or pre-order, whatever you want to say. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so that looks pretty cool. I would say check that out. But one big one you did not talk about is Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, dude, yeah. You know what? Uh, the expansions to that, like, I was like, oh, okay, I'm excited for this game. I'll get it at some point. I won't buy it at a launch. The expansions though had me locked in because the, the font on the X Men was like, oh, that's oh the yeah, X-Men the old school ones. <laughs> See, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised because that for me is day one guaranteed. The combat really? on this one compared to the other ones looks so much more funner. I love the art on it. The graphics compared to the old one. It- the- the old ones neat. I loved. I loved the old ones. They were great yeah. storytelling games, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, if they're going to make those even better. And you, you could just keep adding more things to it. I mean, like, again, that was like 90s cartoon X-Men right there. And then they had Marvel oh, Knights yeah. on there. And what was the other one? Oh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, yeah. So that's going to be cool. That is yeah, cool. So I'm excited. That's one big one I'm excited for. Now, um, yeah. While, while we're talking Marvel for a side step, you weren't, here, you weren't available for yesterday's episode. But we'll get your opinion on it real quick. Okay. Square Enix's Marvel game, what'd you think? I have no opinion because that actually blew me away. I I heard about it. I, <laughs> I didn't know how you're going with that. That setup was tough. I didn't know because <laughs> at first I heard about the game, but I was a little like clueless. I was like, "Well, there's Ultimate Lines coming out, so I don't know what what it's talking about." Yeah, you have to explain. You don't have to explain it on the chat. You have to explain it to me afterwards. Whatever you want to do. What the hell is this game? And they look more older. Is that what it is? It's okay. So one thing I love is it has nothing to do with the movies. It's just yeah. From the comic books, I love that they've casted really good uh, voice actors to do all the mocap, and it is an action adventure game where you're playing the like some of the original Avengers, including Hank Pym's Ant Man, aka the real Ant Man. He's yeah. in there, and uh, what they saw to girl or Daniel last night is. Uh, we see him actually shrink something else with a shrinking gun, which means he's towards the tail end of his sanity. Like <laughs> he's uh, starting yeah. to kind of start yep. to lose it. Um, I'm super excited for it, man. Uh, they had a little uh, uh, vignette about the voice actors and how they portrayed the characters. And the one about what Tony Stark was saying, like the way I wanted to portray Tony Stark was he's vulnerable and he's using the Iron Man thing as a mask. And so when he's not in it, he's scared. I'm like, dude, I love that you guys are, take, are making your own voices out of these characters. Like, that's so cool. It just looks so good to me. I just, 
it's but it's an action adventure game like you're actually like jumping around in between these characters doing their moves like it'll be cool it's third it's gonna be behind the shoulder it does so. oh okay it does look neat yeah i'm excited for it all right anything else for nintendo while we're here uh no i think that was um pretty much it really all right then we're moving into stadia all right stadia had a conference on the 6th it was one of the, it was a connect for them as well everybody's doing these connects now i mean why not nintendo smash it out of the park just copy them so we have Stadia's Connect. We had a couple announcements. We have some clarifications on cost. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with they showed off one of their launch games will be Baldur's Gate 3. Did you play any of the Baldur's Gates before this? Uh, no, actually. I might have to look it up. The name's familiar. I can't think of it. Hmm. It's a huge game. It's guys. Uh, this one's being done by the guys that did uh, Divinity, uh, Original Sin, and uh, 1 and 2. Okay. Baldur's Gate, though, is like... One of those games that has such a cult following, it's ridiculous. Daniel from yesterday, we couldn't get to Stadia, but he freaked the hell out when he found out uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out. Wow, okay. And I never played the other ones, but this one, the trailer for it, you got to watch the trailer. It's a guy that's getting morphed. I'm just going to kind of spoil it a little bit for you. He's getting morphed over and he turns into this like Cthulhu-like character. And then it, it's funny that you were mentioning it before, but then you see like the big Cthulhu in the skies and other beings like him floating towards the dude. So cool looking. So huh. I was like, anytime they got like some Cthulhu, like HP Lovecraft uh, stories, those are always a lot of fun. I I'm down to check those out. Yeah. So that's coming around. That's that's okay. like the first game they really wanted to shoot out there. Uh, they're going to have like Mortal Kombat 11, Power Rangers uh, in there, the, the battling Power Rangers game. Uh -huh. So game wise, they're going to be adding a lot. They're making they're having a deal with uh, Ubisoft. They said they're going to have a partnership with Ubisoft. So I think they're going to be getting a lot of like launch titles before Ghost of the Systems maybe. Uh, Breakpoint's gonna be on there. Division Two is gonna be on there. Destiny oh, Two's at Breakpoint, like the Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, the new yeah. yeah. Um, Rockstar confirmed it. It's gonna it's uh it's gonna be developing a game for Stadia. They didn't say necessarily what game it's gonna be, but hype along the internet is it'll be a PC version of Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh man, um, they're gonna break our hearts with that. <laughs> they're on. gonna make us buy. Stadia for that. It's going to be pretty crazy. For which one? For Red Dead Redemption 2 for PC. What? Yeah. So we can't buy Red Dead on PC? Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. If you're no. a PC guy, you can't buy Red Dead on PC yet. Rockstar is notorious for screwing over PC players, what which is funny because that's where like so much of the money's at. Probably because so, they can't fucking handle it. Bastards. Well, Grand Theft Auto, yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto finally came out on PC, and when it did, it just made all the money in the world. Like I guarantee right now, if you go to Steam and you go to top selling, like top five will probably be Grand Theft Auto because it's wow. just always big. The multiplayer on it's huge. And Red Dead, everybody's waiting for it to come out to PC, and we may know why they haven't given a lot of information, is it'll probably be coming to Stadia exclusive. That would be what? that'd be so much money for them. It's crazy. Why would Stadia compared to PC, though, I'm, I'm not really understanding that one then. So, okay, so let me... Uh, you, are you familiar with Stadia at all? Like, yeah, what the, stuff? yeah, a little bit, yeah. Okay, so it's going to be basically uh, Google's new streaming video game streaming platform. They're calling it a platform. And so you're able to stream their library of games or you're able to pay a monthly subscription and get their library of games. Uh, so, so, yeah, the games that, that are coming out, there's like Get Packed, there's a couple other exclusives and stuff like that that are coming out. You'll be able to stream on your PC, on your TV, through uh, the Chrome uh, Ultra, uh, Chromecast Ultra. 
or through like your Pixel phone. Right now it's only on Pixel phones, but they did say they will go to other phones. But at launch, it'll be Pixel phones. And so you're able to stream anywhere. And the, all the heavy duty lifting is being done on Google servers and not done on your computer. So you don't necessarily, you know, it's it's lightweight. And their shop, like a Steam shop or like a Epic Store shop, that's where these games are going to be like launched up from. So that's why that's why like having exclusivity like the Red Dead Redemption 2 will be really big because if you're going to Stadia for their shop, you'll probably go for their other items too. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's why these exclusives, it's like having an exclusive for Steam or for Epic Store or even for Xbox's store or PSN. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, Stadia Pro is there. Uh, they have two different subscription services. One Stadia Basic, and it basically means like you don't. It's it's a free account. So like Steam's a free account. You mm-hmm. buy the games, you play the games that you bought. They have Stadia Pro, and it's ten dollars a month, and you could play. Uh, it enables the four K games, and you're able to play four K games and stream. But don't them. you need the Stadia device? No, there oh, yeah. you really don't actually need a Stadia device. Oh, like you okay. could be playing on your computer and use your Xbox One controller. Oh, okay. And you can be okay. playing it through your PC. So it's, you know, and this $10 will give you a plethora of some free games, but will give you exclusive discounts on some of like the big new ones. And so you kind of have a little bit of both. Uh, they are coming out with something called the Stadia Founders Edition, and it will cost you $130. It includes three months of the Pro, so that's $30 savings there. You'll get yourself a, a Chromecast Ultimate, I think it's called. And then you'll also get a controller. They have their own controller which is really kind of built built for the extra features so that you have like the Google Assistant on there. You have the ease of switching over from like, oh, I'm playing on the TV, but I'm going to head to bed, so I'm going to switch over to that TV or I'm, I'm going to hop on the computer for a little bit and do my taxes or whatever. Let me play on my mm-hmm. other screen. <laughs> and so, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the controller will actually kind of save where you're going. Um, it plays within your own Chrome browser, so it's really kind of lightweight, really. And so, yeah, so that's for 129. It's a Stadia Founders Edition. The tempting part is the controller that you do get is limited to only the Founders Edition. It's this, like, they call it blue, but it's almost a black. It's so dark of a navy, it's almost black. And under the grips, or under the uh, two toggles, or two analog sticks, it has orange. <clears throat> and it looks so cool. Uh, oh. They are using kind of like the PlayStation style where the two analog sticks are on the bottom. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so I don't. I hate that kind of style. I like the way that Xbox plays theirs out, but that's just personally. Um, I do think I will eventually get a Stadia controller. If you wanted a Stadia controller, they're going to be $70. They come in white, black, or uh, I think they called it wasabi. It's like this like light green color. And mm-hmm. um, the big question everybody's got for this thing is, is it going to lag? How are you going to be streaming games? It doesn't make sense that you're going to be able to stream stream games. Um, it's going to be 10, uh, 10 megabits for like the bottom. So that's for 720, uh, P 720 P and 60 frames per second stereo sound. And then if you have, uh, 35 megabits down, you're looking at HD. I mean, 4k surround sound, all the works. Most people have that megabytes? Hold on. I'm going to start. Megabits. Yes. Mega, okay. Megabits. Uh, you know that, that, that 10 megabits is not too bad if you can pull 60 frames per second though. At 720, which, you know, if it's a game, if you're not a hardcore gamer, this is what me and Jonathan, we had an episode all about Stadia, and it's one of the big things we were pushing. Like, this is really good for the non-hardcore gamer. Because yeah. say you're a dad who has, like, three kids, and you're stressed out, and they're always on the Switch, and you know all you have for the Switch are kids' games because it's the kids. But, man, that new Assassin's Creed came out, and you really want to play it. Yeah. 
So boom, you have an avenue for this. So you could play, you could play Stadia. You can do it on your computer at work. You can do your computer at home. You don't need to like take up the family TV. You don't need to be a hardcore gamer, but you want to experience the story of, of Assassin's Creed because you're just a real big fan of that story. This is the avenue for it. Uh, I like that idea. It's, it's a way to, for an average adult who does not necessarily want to have a video game system to still experience some of the world's greatest video games we have out there. You know? Yeah, so I get think, you. What I do you think, think about so- Stadia? You know, I'm still kind of blank on it. I don't know how I feel when it comes to the streaming the games. I know I am a little afraid of the lagging. Uh, yeah. 720 is definitely not my preference, but I did like how of you course. can pull the 60 frames per second. Yeah. Um, 35 megabytes, cool. Okay, so if I say I pay for 50 megabytes a second, I know it sucks, it's low, but it works for me, and that's all I can get right. in this area. Yeah. So am I going to see myself drop high and low here and they're playing this game and that's what i'm worried about the most one thing to also be concerned about is we don't have net neutrality in place anymore so there will probably be some sort of throttling coming and the amount of data that's going to be used to doing these games is going to be unreal uh you know so you got to think if i'm going to be playing assassin's creed and streaming it the whole time if you have a, like a 400 gig, uh megabyte no giga no what is it 400 megabyte cap like uh comcast has now xfinity has that I don't have Xfinity myself, but that they do. And uh, so who knows how fast you'll hit that. Playing an entire Assassin's Creed game, and then all of a sudden your family can't watch Netflix. Your True, wife will let yeah. you know about that, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I know that's crazy that, that you said that because I'm hearing a lot of Comcast customers with that issue. Now, I have AT&T, and I've never got a warning, never got anything yet, so I'm kind of lucky, I guess. I don't know if they're taking that in, in effect right now or anything. So, AT&T, uh, last I checked, they did have one because Daniel used to have AT&T and I used to have to do a lot of his tech support stuff. They did have a cap. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, I, oh. You just may not be hitting it. and yeah. But you ha- you're not consuming as much as you would be here. Uh, yeah. Google does have their own internet. We just don't have access to it in our region. But uh, it's it's our neighbors do, basically. San Francisco has it. We're just, you know, we're very close to San Francisco. It's a matter of time before we get it. Oh, uh, yeah, with for Google, sure. Yeah, with yeah. Google internet, there may be a thing where, like, uh, oh, okay. So say you pay fifty dollars a month for internet, and then say you want to like, but you but it has a cap. Everything has a cap, right? So, but you can get the gamer edition of your internet where it's still still a limited internet. So you still can only use four hundred megabytes, but Stadia doesn't count, and that one you pay eighty bucks a month for. So on top of your ten dollars yeah. a month, you'd be spending like thirty dollars a month just for the non data capped version of your internet. All yeah, the money's know, going to Google, you know. These internet, yeah, these internet companies can really capitalize on with these. Um, with these limits that you pay for or whatever you call it. Cause I think I have a in-law pays for one terabyte a month and sometimes he gets close to that. So I don't know what he's constantly yeah. doing. That's kind of crazy to me, but, um, downloading. I I've gotten, I yeah. had back when I was in Galton, I had unlimited. Um, I went four months with a, over a terabyte each month and I was just, it was because I was downloading so much content. Wow. With that. I won't say, <laughs> yeah. I won't say pirate Bay or anything like that. It'd be crazy. Well, but... <laughs> he just said it. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I guess I'm lucky because I don't find a need for that right now. But right, yeah, um, yeah, I can see it where like, well, you know, when Stadia comes out, we're gonna get these gamers. Um, let's bump it up a little bit and charge extra. But then that's another thing where consumers, once they start playing it and they start realizing the million, they're gonna be like, oh fuck this machine. One thing that, that Jonathan and I had spoken about before is if this becomes at all popular. Uh, you won't need to have a fast, hard, hard-powered uh, gaming PC. Like it would, it would take away from that. 
for a lot of players. There, there's still uh, like don't get me wrong, there is still always going to be like a market for the most competitive players. But if I'm if you're someone like me who yeah I've done mythic rating and I've done stuff like that where you do want pretty optimized games. But for the most of the part, I'm just playing like Far Cries or stuff like that. You know, I don't necessarily need to have the most optimized system for that. It may it may be cheaper for me to not get the biggest computer, and but might be more efficient for myself. You know what I'm saying? So, if that's the case, then all of a sudden you're getting into a situation where there's less of a demand for graphics cards. So two things will happen: less graphics cards will be made, and they'll be way more expensive because the market's changed. And then we get to a point where you may want a super great computer, but it might not necessarily be available for you. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be yeah. way more niche than it already is. And I, and I agree with you because if you give me a game at, let's just say 1080 running at 60 frames per second, there's only so much that I can take where it's like, oh, well, this is 4K running at 60. Well, yeah, okay. I can't really tell. I'm fine with my 1080. You know? Right. Exactly. At a certain yeah. point, you're like, this looks really good to me. And the, yeah. I mean, the, the graphics are going to come from the makers. I mean, if they make it look good, they're going to, it's going to look good. Uh, the, and the milliseconds yeah. of delay is the only thing that would really be a big difference. And that's only for like the people who are like Call of Duty Pro, like yeah. the really the best out there. They're faster than the delay between your Xbox One right now. They're faster than the delay between your Xbox One to your television. And that's with your like television on game settings. Most people don't understand that your tele- your TV needs to be put on game settings to really optimize it. Mm. So, it, you know, you're, they're already projecting faster than that. I mean, it's crazy to think of how fast this can be. If for um, your average gamer, it's an easy win. You know, the uh. my big concern, though, like one of my many big concerns, but my biggest concern is the fact that it's Google doing this. They already own the Internet and all my data. I don't want to give them my playing records and everything else. What do you, how do you feel about the security part of this, like the information? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know, because I know security has been a big... We came out saying, like, we'll, we'll definitely keep your stuff private. So it is kind of interesting to me. Yeah. At the same time, because then you have one internet company that pretty much knows every single thing that you do. Right, um, exactly. So, and it's basically the monopoly when it comes to... And I'm always kind of iffy about monopolies. Um, Disney will monopoly the world eventually. Yeah, but, um... we have to we have to have more than six companies controlling the world because otherwise it'll we need these things broken up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but so it just expands Google, which is already insanely huge, insanely billion dollar company, to just and get into something else. They can further ransom you. I mean, not necessarily like actually ransom you, but when they know all your information and they have all your data and they have all of your sources of entertainment and communication, if they want to mm-hmm. rise raise the price up. On your internet or your your stat or anything like that, another five dollars at a time. What are you gonna do about it? You have all of your information and all your your entertainment and all your inf- you know internet sources from them. You're just gonna go along with it because it would be such a pain in the butt to move. That's the You're, same thing for Netflix. Yeah. You know, Netflix does the same thing. What are you gonna do? Leave Netflix? No, I mean until there's something really competing with Netflix, I'm not going to. And I mean, I have Hulu with Netflix. That's the only other thing I would say competes with it. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing really out there that I'm super excited for. I'll jump yeah. on HBO for a couple months, but that's it. Yeah, you're right. And think about it is if they keep a track on everyone digitally, however the hell they'll do it, like, oh, this person hits this much, plays this much, this is how much you know usage it gets out of the internet, they're going to probably put you in that certain bracket to where like, oh, well, we're yeah. individually charging you this much more if you that want can to come out. Yeah. take this package. Yeah. 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 Tailored, tailored, tailored internet per person, and the people that'll hurt the most are us gamers. We're the ones that's yeah. going to really bite the bullet on this. 
Our internet usage is clearly higher than the most average person. Uh, for the most part, we're probably playing video games while we're streaming Netflix or something like that, you know, like yeah. I do. I'm, yeah. I'm catching up on Black Mirror right now while I'm playing yeah. video games. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's one of those things where we just got to be careful. We, it would be, I really want at least Microsoft to do good. Microsoft's pushing their streaming as well just so that we have the competition so that there are incentives for these companies to try to tailor to us and not just us be enslaved into all the features that we're already tied into. Yeah. So mm. that's a trick one. All right. Well, that was a good, pleasant note to finish this on. <laughs> yeah. With Nintendo to Stadia. <laughs> yeah. We went from like the company that cares about you to, oh, our robot overlords have made a video game yeah. system. That should be fun. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let us know if there's anything else you guys want us to talk about for E3, if we catch anything or if we miss anything. Um, I know that there's a PC uh, con that they had, but I didn't really see any really exciting games come out of that. Are you talking about the PC on E3? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was trash. I was so bored. I turned it off. So we're not yeah. missing much. <laughs> yeah, I went through that. I'm like, I don't really, really want to talk about any of these games. Yeah. Uh, there are it's going on till the 13th but all the big announcements are done PlayStation didn't show up this year so any other announcements that come up we'll go ahead and talk about on our next weekly show and uh, that's going to be it for us is there anything else you want to get out real quick before we end things up alright good sounds good alright guys we'll see you guys next week bye bye thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast you can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks pod we're also on Facebook, Instagram, where you can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.